you're gonna get turned. You're gonna get lit no matter what. You got so many places out here that you can go ahead and get your little groove on. I promise you that. You're gonna have a good time. That's right. Crazy nightlife right here in Plano. We take you on a tour of Plano After Dark. The bars, the nightclubs, the comedy club, and more in this episode. When you asked me why I came to Plano, one of the reasons was when uh, when we would open our textbook in rookie school, everything in there was Plano. Every picture had Plano Fire Department, Plano Fire Department, Plano Fire The people I work with now are in that book, so I was like, that's where I want to be. We'll talk with Plano's Renaissance Fireman, a character who's a playwright, a songwriter, a stand-up comedian, and a former pro boxer. And finally, our tale of curiosity. A place to swim across Texas. We take a dive into the Texas pool, a historic landmark in Plano. Welcome to Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. I'm your host, Tammy Hooker. And I'm producer Mary Jacobs. We're glad you found our little on-air hangout with stories from inside of Plano and just outside of what you might expect. Plano, it's plain, Plano. Let's be honest, nobody moves to Plano just for the nightlife. But you might be surprised Many places are hopping late at night in Plano, if you know where to go. Weekdays, yeah, it, it shuts down by 10 o'clock for sure. But Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's going all night, and um, we, have a, we throw a party all night and have a great time. Mary and I jumped in the car on a recent Friday night to find Plano's hottest night spots. First stop, Park in Preston. Who knew that Plano had a comedy scene? Just a few steps from the Market Street Grocery, there's Hyena's Comedy Club. We nabbed the manager just before the first show of the night. Corey Childs, I'm the GM of Hyena's Comedy Nightclub in Plano. Hyena's has locations in Fort Worth and in Dallas. But the one in Plano, well, it's the newest. And they've had a couple of name acts already. The two biggest ones will probably be Polly Shore and also um, Christopher Kidd Reed from Kid and Play. Um, he always sells out every time he's here also. It all depends on who the headliner is as far as, you know, people like who they like. And that's why I always um, recommend to everyone, go look them up on YouTube. All of our headliners, they have their material online. See if you like it. It's kind of like with music, you know, certain people like certain things. Next, we headed downtown to check out the show at the Courtyard Theater. We caught up with the star backstage. My name is Julie Johnson, and I am singing many of the songs of Miss Patsy Cline, my, my hero, and also some other surprise uh, great songs from the 60s, 70s, here at Brick Road Theater Company, housed in the Courtyard Theater in Plano, Texas, right downtown. The audience is so invested. We recreate so many of her orchestrations pretty much to the, to the note, and uh, that, that's our attempt. Anyway, we don't, you can't improve on a Patsy Cline song. We were still a little early for the real action in downtown Plano, so we headed west to the shops at Legacy. 
trust and believe. If I'm a, if I'm gonna be out here patrolling my city, I'm gonna gotta make sure my job is fun, no matter what. Yeah. So I'll be out here dancing, I'll be out here singing, you know. So you never know what you're gonna get. Where we met one of late night Plano's most ardent advocates, security guard Jordan Broom. My name is Jordan Broom, and I'm just sitting here patrolling my, my my gate right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here making sure no cars come in and only cars can come out. We got a metal shop out here rocking it out right now. Brixton is the newest bar at the shops at Legacy. Here's Director of Operations, David Rossetti. In Brixton, we're going on about 60 days open now. Um, so, and it's been a blast. Uh, it's been an absolute blast. Um, it's definitely a concept, uh, a little, uh, a little out of our comfort zone. All the other, all the other concepts are nice little neighborhood bars, and we specialize in craft beer and and, and all those things. And this was a this was a new idea from Brian and uh, for music venue right in the heart of Plano. Brixton is owned by Harder Concepts, the same family business behind two other shops at Legacy Hangouts, Ringo's and Scruffy Duffy's. Not too much like it up here. Uh, so we, you know, we were really wondering how the city of Plano was going to grab it. And um, it, it, it automatically caught on super quick. Um, the nightlife here on the weekends is, is crazy and fun. For the Brixton, I would say is uh, probably a 30 to 50 demographic. Whereas our other bars like Ringo's and Scruffy's right across the parking lot is a little younger, probably a 20, 21 to 31 kind of crowd. Um, so we were going after a little older demographic. Um, so uh, it does get, and that, that crowd definitely is a fun evening crowd, Car kind of carries to about 11.30, 12 o'clock, and then 11.30, 12 o'clock, a younger crowd, probably going back to the 20 to 30, 21, of course, to 31 crowd, um, starts to come around, around midnight on the weekend. So that's when we kind of change the vibe up a little bit. Um, you know, what we do, we strict to the cover bands and, and the fun stuff for that early crowd, and then that late crowd, we go to our DJ, who's, who pumps it up and, and has, throws a good party from, from midnight to 2 a.m. We discovered that Plano's nightlife draws folks from all over the Metroplex. I'm Carl from Plano. Oh, right. yeah! I'm from Garland. Jerry from Rowlett. Uh, we're rocking out tonight. Yeah, with Metal Shop. We are at the Shops of Legacy. Brixton, baby! Yeah, Brixton, baby. Next, we found another expert on Plano's nightlife. I'm David. I'm a valet at the Shops of Legacy. What's the most expensive car you've ever parked? Uh, no, because I parked that Maybach, I think about <gasps> six or seven hundred thousand. Yeah, I've met uh, I've met a lot of the Cowboys. So I've met Dak Prescott, Tony Romo, Witten, uh, Cole Beasley. Who's the coolest one? Uh, Troy Aikman is my favorite Cowboy that I've met. He's okay. the nicest guy. Who tips so, the most? Go ahead, tell us. Um, they don't come in a ton. They usually give us twenty or forty. Okay. I, I think Zeke Zeke is the one that tipped the most. Uh, CEO Dr Pepper comes to this area frequently and couple other CEOs, so meet a lot of people. And with Toyota coming into the road, the CEO Toyota came in. Our last stop of the night, Scruffy Duffy's, another bar in the shops at Legacy. My name is Cliff Collins, and I am a bouncer at Scruffy Duffy's. On a normal Friday night, the crowd is pretty mixed uh, as far as age group goes. You'll have anywhere 
20s all the way up until I can mid 40s. Um, all the way up. All the way up. All the way up. Because, you know, I'm still a baby. I'm still a baby. So I got to say all the way. I have to say all the way up. <laughs> 12 to 2 is when we get a lot of our best action. 12 to 2. Best action. Best action. 12 to 2. a lot going on around 12 to 2. Is being a bouncer a good job if you're single? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Are you enjoying this episode of Plano Podcast? If so, you can join our growing list of patrons. Visit planopodcast.com and click on the support tab for more information. Now, back to the show. While most of us are sleeping, who's keeping us safe? We stopped by Fire Station 10, where we met one of Plano's characters. I'm Marco Banuelos. I'm a firefighter with the city of Plano. I have been with the city 18 years now. Marco's also an author, a screenwriter, songwriter, and stand-up comedian. I happen to do a lot of stuff. I, um, I actually do some stand-up comedy. I think it went really well. It was just an open mic, but it was one of those bucket list things. My... Humor's a little over the top and a little in your face. But don't be fooled. He can be tough as nails as well. Back in the day, he was known as El Daño, a pro boxer roughly translated into The Hurt. He wrote a book to help first responders as they serve Spanish-speaking people. I started initially with a book. I, when I got to Plano, there was a, a huge deficiency in Spanish-speaking uh, with the people here. And I said, I can help them. So I, I wrote a little textbook. It's called Emergency Spanish, and it helps you translate real quickly to talk to people. And I noticed a lot of the translator books that were out there already were conversations. So it would teach you to conversate, with, to converse with people, but if you don't speak Spanish, that doesn't help you. So I made mine uh, yes or no answers or one word answers, you know, so that the non-Spanish speaker could understand. And I also made it, I wrote it phonetically. He's a movie and music lover who's also written a screenplay and a song. I love movies. And if you watch a lot of movies, you notice there's a lot of trends. They're all the same, same plots. And so I also write music. I, I said, you know, I could do that. I know I can, you know, there's a formula and I can figure out the formula and I'm going to do it. And if you're wondering if he's got any time left to fight fires, the answer is yes. He's been honored with multiple awards for his work as an EMT, for training firefighters, for public education, and... I've won other awards also. Not to toot my own horn, but when do I get another opportunity? Right. So I have two Civic Achievement Awards uh, that I've won in the past for taking trips to Mexico and doing education down there. So we have a sister city outside of Monterey. So Monterey would be like the Dallas of Mexico and San Pedro Garza Garcia or San Pedro, <laughs> uh, is our sister city down there. So we go down there and do a lot of training with that fire department. We asked Marco to tell us about the day in the life of a Plano fire station. We work 10 shifts a month. We work one day on and two days off. We are actually trapped here for 24 hours. So we start at 6.30 in the morning. Um, the first thing we do is check out all our gear, make sure everything's there. So in the morning is our time to, hey, let's restock everything. Let's get everything ready to go. Um, it's where we find leaks in air bottles, you know, and stuff like that. So 
after that we have breakfast it's kind of nice we get some family time we call it family time we all hang out around the table we solve all the world's problems after breakfast the firefighters spend a few hours training we have a new guy here he's brand new rookie he's only been out less than a year so what we would do is take him out and do fire training scenarios so he would be uh, up to speed on what we do at this station. Each station has a different technique. So, you know, the way you fight fire on the west side of Plano is not how you fight fire on the east side. Sometime after breakfast, the firefighters chip in their own money, then send a few firefighters to the grocery store to pick up food for the day. Next, it's time for lunch, more training, then dinner, and finally, it's time for chores. We clean the station up. Uh, everybody has a chore to do clean the bathrooms and the vacuum and mop and sweep and clean the kitchen, all that stuff. And then we have free time after that. So um, it's a really long day. You, if, you, if you think about it, um, you know, we're here for 24 hours, but we start at five in the morning and we don't get to bed till nine. I mean, that's, that's a full, you know, 19, 18 hour day. It's not like a eight hour day that most people have. And then when we go to sleep, we're still on calls and, and we make calls in between all this. It's not like this is all we do. We, we actually go on emergency calls. If you are a terrible cook, can you be a fireman? <laughs> you can be, but you're going to get picked on. I have eaten some horrible, horrible meals <laughs> at the fire station. Oh, so the best thing I make here is called a chaborkin. Um, it's, a, it's a brisket that's uh, butterflied, uh, stuffed with uh, chorizo and chicken thighs, and then we smoke it for an hour with a fat side down. Then we flip it fat side up, covered in bacon, and then we cook it for about another three hours, and it is beautiful. Before we left, we asked Marco if he had anything he'd like to say to the people of Plano. Please change your batteries in your smoke detectors. I cannot tell you how many thousands and thousands of dollars it cost the city for us to go out on calls just for smoke detector batteries. Thanks, Marco Benuelas, for sharing your story and for keeping us safe morning, noon, and night. And finally, we made one more stop on our Friday night foray to bring you this tale of curiosity. The Texas pool is a swimming pool that is shaped like the great state of Texas. That's right, a community pool located in Central Plano that's shaped like the Lone Star State. Audio doesn't capture it accurately. You have to see it to believe it. Hi, I'm Janet Moose with the Historic Texas Pool, and we have 168,000 gallons of salt water so that everybody can literally swim across Texas here. Uh, right now, our diving board is in the panhandle. Uh, the kids can, uh, babies are welcome to swim in the one-foot area, which is South Texas, and we can swim east to west with an island where we all live in Dallas. We all have island view property if we're at the Texas Pool. We're in the middle of a residential area, so the Texas Pool was uh, developed 56 years ago. So at that time, this was a uh, neighborhood development by um, Herbert Hunt and for what would become Telecom Corridor. So the Texas Pool in 1961 hosted the Miss Plano pageant. If you grew up in Plano, 
chances are you have memories of spending many hours during the hot summers cooling off at the Texas pool. In historic downtown Plano, we had McCall Plaza now. The McCall brothers were lifeguards at the Texas pool back in the day. Wow. <laughs> uh, Lisa Smith, who's mayor pro tem at Plano, uh, grew up here at the Texas pool and were members. Um, David Tilly, our Plano information officer with the Plano Police Department, uh, swam in the Texas pool when he was younger. And not too long ago on National Night Out, he walked across the original high board to the island. When we stopped by the Texas pool, they were hosting a special performance by former American Idol contestant Josh Wright. So even when the rain falls, we asked Josh, who's a really nice guy, to share some of his behind-the-scenes insight from his time at American Idol. Mariah Carey is actually a lot more humble than she comes across. She was very, very humble, and you wouldn't take that away from the way that she portrays herself. I don't know what that, that, I don't know why, but she, I was a very big fan of her off camera. Whenever I got cut, she said, I'm, I'm, I just said, hey, I'm praying for you. And she, she's close with my pastor, Cece Winans. They had met at Whitney's, uh, Whitney's funeral and it was, it was just good to connect with her on a personal level. We're glad for the warm welcome we received from so many out late on a Friday night in Plano. Now, get out there, Plano, and explore your own Plano After Dark adventures. I'm Charles Johnson, audio engineer for Plano Podcast. For more information, visit planopodcast.com and click on episode resources. We've reached the end of another edition of Plano Podcast. Tales of Curiosity and Character. We hope you've enjoyed today's topics and discussion. Remember to support us on Patreon and to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Send your feedback, ideas, and comments our way. Thanks for listening and subscribing. We'll be waiting for you at our back corner booth. Until next time.